I speak to the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. A strip of tan gingham flannel, a long strip of denim that looks almost textured like rippling river water, a bit of floral printed pattern that could be the remnants of a a duvet cover or furniture covering, even a patch of shiny sateen pink material, such a small snippet, it had to be of great significance to be included. The materials I'm describing are all connected to one another through stitches and likely stories. They are mounted on the wall of the Ackland Museum as part of a collection of contemporary African-American art, a handmade quilt nicknamed an ugly quilt because the pieces that are pooled together are not cut precisely they are not, uh, they do not follow an exacting pattern of geometric shapes. Rather, each strip of cloth is a different length, a different texture, a different pattern, a different origin, but pieced and stitched together for the common purpose of warming a body or bodies of those who need it, as a quilt does at its best. The beauty of the ugly quilt is its embodiment of a community stitched together in all its diversity for a common purpose, to enact love, to enfold the one in need with the embrace of the whole. No matter the size or the shape of each scrap, no matter the shimmer or the fuzz, no matter the snags or the strength, Together, this quilt becomes an icon of community, and it is anything but ugly. Though many of us might like the idea of a gospel text preached on in such a way that its full understanding may be presented all all lovely stitched and completely finished hemming, the reality is most of the time, as with an ugly quilt, Engagement with our sacred texts can start off a bit rough around the edges, a little misshapen. Our authors at times put together stories that are oddly aligned. Understanding can then be slowed down by perhaps a missed stitch or two, perhaps even some stitches pulled out some thread going to waste over the years, some pieces difficult to understand just how they will fit into the whole of the overall project. And yet every piece, every scrap, every memory that a particular strand of fabric points to finds its place, provides its unique texture and purpose, and sometimes, surprising to everyone, manages to become a centerpiece that no one saw coming until the quilter sits back and reveals the reflection of the community of gathered stories in a work that can also serve in the task of enfolding in love those whose job it is to bear those stories to the next generation awaiting to receive them.
Our gospel text today presents several varying and different textured stories stitched together in a way that is jagged, curious, seemingly a bit of a jumble. In quilting, this particular text might be described as foundation piecing, sewing small pieces together that seemingly are not connected to the overall design, yet are in fact integral to the end product when the project reaches its completion. First, we have a tax collector sitting in his booth named Matthew, being called out by Jesus to join him, to follow him. At table together, Jesus is criticized for eating with tax collectors and sinners, with those deemed outcast from the social norms. Why, why do you eat with tax collectors and sinners? What does it say about you who wishes to influence others that you would lower yourself in such a way? How embarrassing, how disgraceful. Jesus' response is, it is the disgraced who deserve grace. It is the tax collectors and the sinners who need redemption, who need to learn that they are included within the bounds of God's love for us so that they need not be bound by the practices and works that have kept them from being fully included in the community. There is room for them at a bountiful table too. There is mercy, not just blame. There is access, not just barriers. Did the tax collector then hear the voice of a father who approached Jesus with great grief and humility. My daughter has just died. The funeral preparations are already underway. But if you lay hands on her, she will live. Will you come? The compassion of Jesus to stand up from the dinner table, to walk with this father through the streets, to accompany a stranger whose last resort is to extend his hope beyond what everyone else knows to be true. You can't ignore death. Did the tax collector stand up and follow Jesus like he had earlier? Did he find himself in the midst of the crowd that heard Jesus cry out with certainty, Take heart, daughter, your faith has made you well. First, the father seeking Jesus' power to heal and return his daughter, now a stranger in the street, stretching forth to touch the tassel, a hem, passing a passing brush, brush of the fabric that is adorning this man. She's cutting across the bias, another quilting term, taking that extra bit of stretch, crossing boundaries meant to protect Jewish men from defilement, not only from the touch of a woman, but one whose invisible, internal, physical state kept her from engaging in society, kept her on the margins, kept her from living in the fullness that God would have wanted for her and for all of God's children to experience. She stretched out her hand to allow just a brief encounter with his clothing because surely that would make her well. And according to Jesus' words, it did. But the bigger story is still unfolding. 
the grieving man's daughter. What will Jesus do now that he has been slowed down by this encounter on the street? He has words of dismissal for the funeral musicians and mourners. You are not needed here. Go away. For the girl is not dead, but sleeping. And so it was. And still is our tax collector with us, still following Jesus as he was instructed, as he was invited, seeing and hearing how Jesus' words and touch and presence is transformational to his own life and in the life of the woman who touched him and in the life of a girl who never knew him and yet was brought back to life, a gift to her father, to her family, to the whole world because we still hear her story today. The call of God, the compassion of Christ, the transformative nature of being in the pathway of Jesus, all stitched together in this passage. The story begs so many questions of us. Who is sitting at our dinner tables, figuratively and literally, Is it the ones who already agree with us or those in need of grace and the opportunity for healing and transformation? When have you experienced the compassion of God's presence with you in your grief? Where have you witnessed others receiving the grace of God before your very eyes? These are stories, these pieces of fabric are so many amazing colors and textures being stitched into the quilt that is this community at this time and place. A quilt that can enfold itself around those who are here to be warmed by Christ's loving embrace. There are people who experience their identity being questioned in society, reaching forward to receive the waters of baptism, the sacrament of communion, of communion, hoping to know and bear witness to Jesus alongside of us, children and adults being baptized later today. There are pilgrims who have seemingly lost their faith, lost their way, finding their way home to this place, sitting in the pews around you, asking for the tools and companionship needed to step back into community and in relationship with God. There are so many among us who grieve deeply, even as we say our alleluias, because this is a place where we can hold and be held in love through joy and struggle. Our quilt is underway, still being added to piece by piece, stitch by stitch. What will you do with your patch today? Who might you show it to? Entrusting in the Holy Spirit the truth that beauty continues to emerge. No matter the skill, no matter the worry, your piece of this quilt your willingness to stitch alongside so many others, your faith is a project that is underway. And rest assured, our ugly quilt 
is absolutely, breathtakingly beautiful in the eyes of God. Amen. The Chapel of the Cross is an Episcopal church in the heart of Chapel Hill and the university community. Find out more at thechapelofthecross.org. There you can find our latest news and events, connect with our pastoral care team, Faith in Action Ministries, and offer a prayer request. You can also find us on social media, on Instagram at The Chapel of the Cross, and on Facebook and Twitter at C-O-T-C, Chapel Hill. May you be nourished by the word to serve in the world.